0: Okay, we got some injury report news ready for you guys. We'll let you know who's trending on the right uh, on, on the right path to playing on Sunday. We'll also dig into the archives. We'll go back to game one. Uh, we'll look at what happened in that game and see if we can you know pull some things out that may be viable uh, for a game, uh, the first game of the season that we're gonna play with the Ravens on Sunday. We will also get to the second game. So we'll look at both games last year um, that the Browns played against the Ravens and try to extract some things out. Um, Maybe look at some tea leaves and read the tea leaves and figure out what the Browns plan of attack will be uh, going against the Baltimore Ravens. And we'll also go over some other news that has been breaking later on in the week, roster moves, guys practicing. We'll do all of that coming up on this episode of the Locked on Browns podcast. You are locked on Browns. Your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: Back, my friends, the show that never ends your daily debris of all things dog pound. LGB on the LOB, the Lockdown Browns podcast, brought to you by Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, everybody. Your host, is Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd, from the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show in 92.3, the fans, the barbershop Saturday morning. Mr. Garrett Bush at G Bush 91. Uh, Appreciate everybody makes Lockdown Browns their first listen every single day, whether it is on traditional podcast platform, your favorite one, of course, or of course, YouTube, Uh, make sure you are subscribed. Notifications on so when the content drops, it is there for you to digest, closing in on about 3,600 subscribers over there. Appreciate you all so greatly. And, of course, the Roku app. Go to uh, to Roku, search for Lockdown Cleveland Sports. You'll find Lockdown Browns, Lockdown Guardians, Lockdown Cavs, back in regular season action. Tough loss last night for the Cavaliers. But a uh, solid showing in uh, Toronto, nonetheless, and Donovan Mitchell's uh, first appearance with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, so go ahead, check that out. Of course, you'll find the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show there as well. Today's episode of Locked On Browns is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL Jeff Lloyd Garrett Bush kicking it off here um, getting into it here Ravens week Sunday one o'clock down in Baltimore against the Ravens again maybe a good thing for the Browns to maybe get out of Cleveland for a week here uh, you know get down to a road game here maybe a little easier to focus uh, we had Joel Bonio speak today uh, kind of you know jumped on the words that John Johnson III you know was speaking on yesterday and to be fair um, with this, as guys like John Johnson III and Joel Batoni were saying, this maybe you needed to nip this in the bud a little earlier. You never know. I mean, look, not everybody comes into the NFL, and it's different when you come from college. You got structure. It ain't like the old days. You actually do have to show up to some classes. Uh, you usually do have to go to study hall. There is, I mean, you 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 play in college with the schedule. They basically tell you day in, day out, this is what you do um so maybe you know you need to take these younger guys a little bit sooner you know necessarily by the hand and say hey you know why don't you come over hour and a half my wife will make dinner you get a decent meal you're not going to eat out of the pantry you ain't going to eat ramen come on over here and you know hey this is an opponent you've never seen before you know so to be fair there is two sides to this but hopefully it's going to go towards you know Getting things right here. Uh for the Browns, Jadavion Clowney back on the back practice field today. And let's, if you got Jadavion on a practice field on today, Jadavion mostly he's going Sunday. You can just go with that. Like, you know, it's, it's it's hard enough to get Jadavion on a practice field anyway. But if you got him on the field on Thursday, yeah, my man's gonna be there on Sunday. He's gonna be ready to go, which is obviously crucial when you're playing the Ravens. Um in containment with Lamar Jackson and you know, Jadevian Clowney, it's something that he does. Certainly so well. Denzel Ward, it looks like it's probably trending that way. Uh, Wyatt Taylor, it looks like it's 100% to this point. They've pretty much announced, you know, that for a up to start at right guard. Um, I'm sure they're holding out hope, fingers crossed. But, you know, and we know the Browns, as we've said many, many times, very, very cautious with these things. And, hey, you know, I, I, I'm all for it. You know, I don't want to see a guy go out for eight weeks when if you held him out for three, you know, he'd be ready to go. So the smartness there. Um, now, Ravenside. Um Yesterday was reported maybe it was a day off for Mark Andrews. Um, Later in the day, it was maybe something with a knee. He didn't practice today. I'm not, you know, basically I'm not getting here saying that I think this is going to be a possibility. Uh, I still think Mark Andrews is going to. The other thing is, is if anything is going to make Mark Andrews' knee, knee feel better, it will be getting to face the Cleveland Browns who he's had oh so much success against. Um, running back J.K. Dobbins out for a second straight day. This is one, and they talked about it after the game on Sunday, where maybe, and for J.K., we talked about it yesterday the knee. It, it's I, and it sucks for him because it seems like it's a little strange, um, you know, that he's having maybe this much difficulty with the knee this far past the ACL surgery. But then again, just to say an ACL is an ACL. You know, there's a million different varieties of the way the ACL could go, and of course the recovery and surgery, all that stuff. Um, but maybe trending not in his favor. That would put Kenyon Drake in the number one back position, which again, if um, you remember, Kenyon Drake was an Arizona Cardinal a couple of years ago. And that one did not go very well against the Cleveland Browns that day. Um, so, it's certainly some things to monitor as the week continues and finishes here. Uh, Browns, you know, looking hopefully to get some guys back. Deion Jones, they're saying day by day, look, ain't no way. Ain't no way Deion Jones. I I don't care if you send him on the field with the playbook and he holds it in his hands. And the second the ball is snapped, tosses it to the left or the right. Deion Jones got to play Sunday. There's just no way around it. This team is desperate, desperate for a veteran to uh, (laughs) linebacker position. So, G. Bush, you know, there are kind of uh, your daily updates. Oh, one other thing to keep a note on. um, Mike Prefer did speak. uh, Mentioned Felton. Mentioned Donovan Peoples-Jones. This is where it's tricky now. Chester Rogers. The, the practice squad time is over, so he goes on to the fifty-three, and he, you know, and then you basically have to cut him. So for Chester Rogers, it ain't looking good. If the guy was good last Sunday, he would have said, "You know what, man? Maybe you got to do it." Uh, I, I think maybe the time in the Chester Rogers experiment is probably going to be over pretty soon, completely.
0: Yeah, uh, listen, because here's the thing with that: you know, Donovan Peoples Jones can catch a football. He Demetri Felton fair catches all the time, anyway. So all you need somebody to do is this throw a hand back, catch that boy, take it where we're we we over. Yeah, don't turn the ball over. I thought you you mentioned a really cool thing earlier. Um, it, it is not on it ain't on the rookies to put that to instill that little that behavior into themselves because they don't know what they don't know. Um it, it's up to those veterans, and, and this is why I think. The offensive line is a really close knit group because the offensive line. I guarantee if you ask the offensive linemen, they do something every week. I guarantee it. I guarantee those guys get together. They do something like cornhole, horseshoes, maybe go bowling. They always eating. You know how big big boys is doing. They always eating. They pick a turn. Maybe they go. Hey, it's Tellers' turn. Maybe it's Batonio's turn. Constantly got it next week. But I didn't really start getting into that type of stuff until. I was, you know, like probably, I don't know, maybe a junior, senior year. And, and it was big because it was like we used to pick a different restaurant. We would all go to different places, like whether it was KFC or wh- wherever it was, we would always pick a different spot. Offensive offensive line, defensive line always went together. It was close-knit. And that's where that structure comes from. You know, you then you can get in there. Maybe you could play some video games, but then you say, okay, guys, we get together and have fun on our own. It's time we get together and, and we're going to make sure that we go out and do pre-practice. And, and, and that pre-practice is just practice before practice. And it's scheduled and done. You go get you the dummies. You go get you the stuff out here. You go get you a couple of the the, uh, uh, the, uh, the equipment managers say, hey, if, the, if, if we're on the field at 3 o'clock, hey, all linemen on the field, 2.30. All linemen on the field, 2:30. We're going through some stuff. We're repping some stuff we seen. After practice, we all we we know where we're gonna eat. So everybody we get showered, we're gonna come in here and do an extra hour of film. Then we then we get some grub. We, we we'll we treat y'all good. Upper pay for the young, young boys. We good, ready to eat. So that's the type of stuff that the Browns need to continue to do. And that's the type of stuff they need to be doing because it instills that thing in you, like, oh. Watching film is a part of life just like you. You got to eat. You got to sleep. You got to watch film. That's part of it. Um, so I think that's that's huge for them cats to be trying to do that. And they should have been doing that all along, to be honest with you. Um, you know, second of all, we, we go back and we look at kind of the roster effect. I think Jadavian Clowney will play. Anytime that you have, you know, some certain things happen. You know, Miles Garrett is banged up. Um, he got hurt again, and that's another thing that rubs off on people. When Janavian Clowney looks at Miles Garrett getting two sacks, yeah, your ankle hurt, but Miles Garrett got two or three things that's wrong with him, and he's out here going through it. So he's like, "Hey, dog, I need you out there." So you know how Clowney do? I ain't gonna give you nothing on Monday and Tuesday. I'll see you on Thursday <laughs> or Friday, because <laughs> <though." laughs> I know I got to get one practice before they let me play. So you know that's how that is. That's how that roll. And, and you know what? I'm glad we are kind of talking about these games a little bit because I, I flashbacked. I watched the game, um, and it was when I believe it was 2019. And I think the 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 Browns beat the Ravens at Baltimore, and Nick Chubb had a crazy day. The Baltimore Ravens is coming back. I think he ran an 80-yard touchdown to kind of salt the game away. Um, and that was a game in which uh, the Browns were outmanned. They didn't have any receivers. Jarvis Landry was their only receiver. Um, and the Browns came out there and won at Baltimore, and they kind of won that game going away too. So those games can kind of show you that even though the Browns are struggling right now, they still can can turn things around if they get uh, the guys to play up to their potential, Jeff. Oh, there's no question about it. And if everybody remembers, I believe it was like,
1: a you know, maybe like an 89-yard run from Nick Chubb yeah. late. Yep. Sealed it or whatever. Yep. Everybody remembers Earl Thomas was in Baltimore at the time, and Earl Thomas yep. got to about the 35 and made a business decision that was a scammy <laughs> versus trying to chase Nick Chubb and all good in the hood. And if anybody remembers, that was, uh, I believe, Marlon Humphrey and Odell Beckham Jr. Yes, yep. sir. Had a little, little tay to tay in that one. Just one last thing before we start to switch it up here a little bit. I don't remember if it made it into the episode last week when we talked with Daquell Jackson, but Daquell Jackson used to fit taught, and if it made it into the episode, I don't remember if it did it, or if it was before we hit record. But he literally talked about going out to the practice field. The guys are still in slides and stuff, man. And it was literally walking through your run, Fritz. And he said it was the walkthrough before the walkthrough.
0: Yep. And
1: again, this is just extra stuff, nuance, detail. You know, making sure, you know, and if it, look, I mean, some people look, you know, you want people can pick up a book, read it once and you do know everything about the book. Or you can be a dummy like me and Garrett who sit here with every highlighter possible, and you know, you know what? We read the book four times because we highlighted every damn word, but you know what? We still struggle to retain it. So repetition, 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 repetition. It sounds stupid. It sounds like a waste of time. But at the end... There's no excuse for the, the excuse for things to go wrong if you've literally done it to the point where you can do it, you know, blindfolded, backwards, you know what I'm saying? Or you want to know what – do you know what he's supposed to be doing in every one of these? Yeah, because as I move, he moves. So if I'm here, he's got to be there. If I'm here, he's got yeah. – so it, it's just, again, attention to detail. And look, if it's to the point where, you know, it's exhausting and it's being overdone, I don't care. This is what happens when you're not playing well and you're underachieving. Guess what? Go do more. That's just the way it works. Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush, your latest Locked on Browns. Uh, Every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Uh, Look, everything comes out. People are hiring all the time. You need to go in there. You need to adjust what you have out there so that when these companies go, put these jobs out there, you are ready for them to come find you. So add your job and the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you are hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you would like to interview and potentially hire. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply.
0: Ah, uh, Welcome back to the Locked On Browns podcast. G. Bush, Jeff Lloyd. Make sure, make sure, make sure, make sure you hit the subscribe button on two channels. Make sure you hit it on. Matter of fact, it's about three. Let's go over it all the three ways you need to hit them buttons. You need to, first of all, you got to hit the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Second of all, you got to go ahead and hit Locked On Browns podcast on YouTube. And then third, you definitely got to subscribe, and you got to definitely continue uh, to subscribe to and, and to follow us on Locked On Browns uh, on on Twitter as well. Uh, two-minute warning we got them every single Sunday they've been great so far lots of drama lots of different other things Uh, and and we're being introduced to a lot of different other places. ultimately the sports show we did the Major League Baseball the uh, the Guardians postseason run we just did our first Cavs basketball game post game yesterday so we now have that and including we do Ohio State post game we're gonna have that coming up uh, against Penn State as well so we're doing a lot of things over there. If you're interested in Ohio, you're interested in Northeast Ohio, the Browns, Guardians, Cat, all that good stuff, make sure you hit the uh, you know, the subscribe button. And we want to thank everybody for making Locked On Browns their first listen of each and every day. Wherever you get your oh, I turn my monitor off. Wherever you get your podcast. Uh Jeff we've been talking about some of these games that we went to and and some of the things that have kind of, you know, given us us a little bit of confidence going into this week. When you look um, at the game, right? You look at the the game they played last year. uh, The Browns were able to do some good things uh, against the uh, Ravens. Uh, You know, they have Jadavid Clowney, they have Miles Garrett. They may be able to generate a little bit of pressure when it comes to that. But, one thing that I think that they, the the uh, Ravens have struggled with is a simple fact that the Browns can run the football, and and they have not done a lot to to uh, make sure that they can stop the run traditionally. Also, we'll take a look at it like this: the Ravens, uh, as we did the crossover yesterday, and we talked to Kevin. The Ravens have not closed out guests. The, the ravens haven't closed out people just like the browns in a weird strange way it's a little bit of a mirror match when you take a look at the way they've struggled you take a look at the giants game should have had that game you take a, a look at the uh, miami dolphins game at home should have had that one mar jackson has been playing well the last couple of day games um he threw an interception, interception late last game and so these are all things that the Browns may be able to take advantage of. What have you seen in in, in the film work from the last uh, last year's games that could possibly help uh, the Browns get a little advantage this uh, during the week? Going
1: back to both games last year. Now, if you remember, now last year was weird. Browns played Baltimore within a three week period and the Browns had their bye in between. Now if everybody remember, first game was a Sunday night affair. Um if you remember, there was a boatload of turnovers. Uh but watching today, one of my biggest takeaways was the Browns essentially played five defensive backs the entire game. Kind of used Ronnie Harrison as a linebacker in that game. It was a little bit less Taki Takitaki, a little bit more um if everybody Malcolm Smith was here, uh, of course JOK uh and of course, you know Anthony Walker, but uh, Roddy Harrison 12 tackles, 12 solo tackles let's just say. Interception that day. Denzel Warden interception that day. Grant put an interception that day. John Johnson the 3rd interception that day. You held Lamar Jackson under 200 yards passing. You held Lamar Jackson under 800 yards rushing. They were very very attacking. And here's the thing, and I know everybody says, wow, it's you know really really hard to fit you can ask the Browns defense to maybe get it going against the Ravens, but, and again, the work's still got to come in. There's no way around it, but there should be no team that this Browns team knows better than the Ravens. Look, not much has changed in Baltimore offensively since Lamar Jackson became the starter of this team. You basically got two constants. You've got Lamar Jackson and you've got Mark Andrews, nothing else. The receivers, it's been a revolving door and Rashad Bateman trending like he's playing. And look, Rashad Bateman's a nice receiver, solid player. Ain't going to deny that. Um, but the two constants have been Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews, and this has been since Lamar took over in 2018. Um, Mark Andrews is really, really difficult. And I think part of the reason why they played the extra safety was if you're going to go high low, on Mark Andrews, why not do it with two safeties? Why not do it with two safeties? Uh, you know, get the best you know, optimal coverage on the field that you possibly can. The running backs last year for the Ravens, you know, they were all guys that they had to bring in. Remember, they had all those guys get hurt in the, the summer, basically just – Ran around, scoop people up off the street. Ended up playing him at the running back position. Um, this year it's not really going to be much difference because I think you're okay. This this year I think it's going to be J.K. Dobbins. He's going to be out, so you're going to get a Kenyon Drake. Um, you might get Justice Hill. You know, formerly Oklahoma State kid, a guy I loved out of the draft process, but he's never really gotten a big opportunity there. So that looks like something that can you know trend towards you know the Browns' favor here. Well, offensively, you know Baker missed a lot of balls that day, but you know threw for 200 and change. Um, the Browns. Did not run the ball. Did not. And here's everybody else. Everybody's citing games last year. Oh, you, you didn't run Nick Chubb enough. Nick Chubb had eight carries for 18 yards. How much more of that did you want to see? And I remember some of those, Nick Chubb basically was in the backfield. There were times where he was six yards in the backfield and scurried to maybe get negative one or even just get back to the line of scrimmage. It was a six-yard run. It was. But the problem is there was so much pressure in the backfield. He did everything to just get back to the line of scrimmage. Uh, you wanted more Kareem Hunt in that game? Seven carries, 20 yards. They did not run the ball in that game at all. Everybody remembers one big differences in that game. Kareem Hunt was wide open on a screen pants and Baker Mayfield had that ah, and ball went out the back, never got the ball to Kareem. from that's what would have been a touchdown. Um, we're going to get to the second game because that one was a little different here, but I think you can carry some of this over. And, you know, Hollywood Brown was eight for 50 last year against the Browns A play like Hollywood Brown who torched the NFL last year. They, they had a really, really difficult time with it. the Browns. It wasn't really an issue. And the thing with that is you were bringing back so many guys who played in that game. Clowney, Garrett, most of the linebackers, all of the secondary. This shouldn't be something you're not ready for. And, look, I mean, Bateman, he played in the second game, and we'll get to that here in a minute. But, you know, the takeaway from the first one is, is, you know, you can get yards on the Baltimore Ravens. But the key here is also going to have to be – If you want to run the ball, you're probably going to have to throw it first. This isn't going to be a run to set up your pass. You're going to have to throw the ball to set up your run. Because, you know, even though it's a different defense coordinator out for the Ravens, you're still going to say, what am I going to do? Nick Chubb is the best player on that offense. Nick Chubb is going to be the guy. I'm going to take it away. Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush, we are going to continue here on your latest Locked On Browns. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new NBA season. Uh, find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. And as always, Bet Online remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information, with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use the mobile device to
0: learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Locked on Browns podcast. Couple of days before the game, it's a little other. This is gonna drop on drop on um, I believe on Friday. So we're gonna be ready to go, right? Ready to go. Get you guys ready to go for the game against the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, even if even if the Browns lose, you know these are the games. And I told Jeff, um, I think this is during the post game. I said, look, the Browns and I think everybody else in this division are going to need to go the uh, division route for this for this year. Uh there may not be. Two or three people coming from the uh, division getting these outright bids and wild cards. I think that I think the AFC North gets one bid, and that that's going to come from the team that wins this division. You look at it: if the Browns can win this game against the Ravens, they come back and win the game against the Bengals. You got something that you can say: well, we're now in first place because you now have done you now have gone three and zero against the division in the first round of the six. So, and, and, and to be honest with you, you look at it. Um, you know, you'll still have a little bit of an advantage because you'll have, you'll not not only have that, you'll have Baltimore coming to your spot later on in the year, in which, guess what? You got a guy back that you think can make some passes and and throws. But if the Browns want to salvage your season, Jeff, it starts right here. Um, It'll be a huge win if you can go into Baltimore, and you can go in there and get a win, Um, it'll change the complexion of what you're talking about because now next week you say, listen, guys, we beat the Bengals? We in first place. We in first place. You know it's going to be a chippy game next week uh, with the Bengals receivers and the Browns defensive backs that have been jawing back and forth talking trash. You know, uh, Jamar Chase and a lot of those guys want that revenge, but none of that matters unless you take care of business against Baltimore with a team that's kind of struggling too. So you know, this is this is the game to reestablish. Nick Chubb was, for the first time this year, saw a little adversity, uh, saw the, the Patriots, you know, get jump out and then be able to slow him down. But that by no means necessary means that Nick Chubb should not be the focal part of this offense. Maybe Kevin Stefanski understands that, hey, I got to be more aggressive in the first half. And Jacoby Brissett is three weeks in a row, three out of four weeks where you have turnovers late in the game. That is not what we need. Hopefully you've learned from that. And hopefully you you're, you're able to understand that. Hey, listen, getting rid of the ball is something that is not a uh, is not a bad thing, especially when you're on the road trying to get a, a big win. What are your thoughts, Jeff? You absolutely need Jacoby Brissett to you know, not give the game away here. Um, you know, for
1: everything we say about Jacoby and how well he has played, there's two jobs you got to do. Don't lose the game look this team constructed is supposed to be a team that wins football games wins a lot of them with Deshaun Watson at the quarterback position wins a good amount of them with Jacoby Brissett at the quarterback position um we gotta be smarter and you know I'm sure Jacoby had some jitters you know it was Bill Belichick and I'm sure in the back head you know oh man what's got you know what's coming here you know, the second interception totally wasn't on his fault Farrell Brown Um, you know, the old, uh, you know, uh, dry, you know, dry blocking rule for your lineman. You you pick the guy on you, over you, inside you, or outside of you. Farrell Brown went with the last option, the guy on the outside of him. So he took the end. Meanwhile, the tackle kicked down. Here was the D. uh, Here was the the other D. uh, The other edge rusher. Boom. Got to Jacoby, underthrown ball, obviously changed things. Um, Now, going to the second game with the Ravens last year. Um, If you remember, Lamar got knocked out early. JOK got in around his legs. And to be fair, you know, the way it was trending for the Ravens around that time, you kind of saw that maybe Lamar was maybe losing a little bit of interest. Um, The Ravens were really, really banged up by the time of the end of the year came around. If anybody remembers, that was when Miles had his first, uh, you know, strip, sack, recovery touchdown. Browns were up 24-3 to uh, late in the first half. Tucker made it 24-6. to Jaco- uh, I'm sorry, not Jacoby. Uh, Baker played a much more cleaner day that day, 22-32, only 10 incompletions. Again, the Browns did not run that ball that day. Nick Chubb, I think, it was like 3.6 yards per carry. Kareem Hunt only had like two carries for five yards. So it was another week where the Browns couldn't run on this team, but they threw better. Five receptions for Jarvis on that day. Donovan Peoples-Jones on that day. Uh, Austin Hooper, five receptions on that day. So now you're about uppering the skill level. Now it will be Amari Cooper. It will be David Njoku in that fold here. Um, Tyler Huntley made the game close late in the game. You know, Browns obviously, you know, struggling with prevent at the time. Um, you know, Huntley kept the game close. Browns did not score in the second half. That certainly didn't, you know, it, you know, aid them in any way whatsoever. But what you see, you've seen this team so much over the last few years, Garrett. And the fact, you know, no new offensive coordinator, quarterbacks the same, tight ends the same. As far as the other guys, that was nothing that ever killed you anyway. It wasn't the running backs that necessarily killed you. It wasn't necessarily the wide receivers that ever killed you. It was containing Lamar, and it was finding a way to at least make Mark Andrews, you know, average. I mean, if you could just keep Mark Mark Andrews to like four for 60, which sounds like a pretty good day for the Browns, that would be a phenomenal day because, you know, just doing some rough numbers, Mark Andrews averages against the Browns are like seven for a hundred. That's literally what this guy averages against the Browns. You've got to find a way. And look, you know, I, I don't know how you're going to do it. Are you going to go with what you did last year where you play three safeties? You basically go high low on him with two safeties and say, if you're going to beat me, it's going to be if he Bateman or it's going to be another of these wide receivers. I know people are talking about Deshaun Jackson. Look, Deshaun Jackson, I'm not saying he can't be a factor for Baltimore at some point. But you can't tell me at 35, 36 years old, just sign this week, Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson is going to be a factor for this team on Sunday. They have a hard time believing that. So we'll see how that works out. But look, take Mark Andrews away. That is the most important thing this team needs to do. He is he deserves to be mentioned with any tight end in the NFL. He is that good. The main focal point is take 89 away because then you have to make Lamar look around, go to other receivers. Hopefully, and the second contest, Browns had much better pass rush. Miles was in there all day. Clowney was in there all day. Anybody who remembers Tack McKinley? Tack McKinley was in there with a lot of pressure that day. The key with Lamar is if you can get a couple of hits on early, he's a little bit more hesitant about trying to you know take the game over with his legs. He'll stick yeah. with throwing the ball more. You, you're right because it gets in his head. You know, he, once he's taking a couple of hits, now I'm out here running around after I've taken a couple of hits. And he also has the smarts to say, man, if I'm running around now with the ball, there's nobody around. I get hit. Yeah, it's it's it, out.
0: You Lamar know? Jackson gets going when he has, here's what he does when he scrambles around and he can get 12 yards because you don't have gap contained. Then they then they 13 yards because you, you're out of position. He'll move around. Once he gets that first or second run, now he's now that's like his X factor. He got the yep. we used to watch gummy bears back in the day. That's the gummy bear juice right there. Now he he bouncing around. You can't touch him. Now he looking <laughs> throwing the ball downfield. That's what he likes to do. But if you can get to him early, it, it shuts all that down. Because now he like I need to get rid of this ball. I need to get rid of this rock. And, and the other thing is to get it within phase. Because you know if
1: you end up chasing him and you get a hit on him, who that's great. Guess what? You just ran 22 yards. Maybe you got a hit on Lamar Jackson, but you got to come off the field for two plays. Now you're just looking at your chops if you're Jamar Jackson. And the more reps you can take, while well, Miles Garrett and Jadavion Clowney as spectators, there ain't no other Browns defensive end on this team that's certainly putting the fear of death into Lamar Jackson. So the key is, is you've got to get some hits on him early within straight normal pass rush. Not Lamar running around like he's gone to, you know, backyard football, or he's gone Madden style. You can get him in his drop, start getting hits on him, that changes the perplexion of the way Lamar Jackson plays. And as Garrett said, yeah, it's a, all of a sudden you see Lamar Jackson kind of hit a receiver in the back of the number or hit him at his ankles Lamar said, I had to get rid of it, man. I ain't taking these hits. That's what you need to do. The key is to get physical with Lamar early set a tone. Lamar wins on the first couple of drives, and he can do it with his legs. He knows. He knows it's video game mode now, and he knows you guys are already starting to get tired. Starting to get drag a little bit here, not going 100%, don't have the ability to go 100%. And then basically, just, you know, he's just like, you know, just comes in and eats you alive. That's what it's, you know, I mean, basically, he's, you know, big guy at the buffet at that point, just having his way with y'all. So, you know, just things to look for here that we got into a little bit here. But again, I mean, you can watch any Browns-Raven game since Lamar Jackson's been the quarterback of this team. You know what you're looking for. You know what you're expecting. And there's nothing coming that this Browns team shouldn't be ready for. So, look, I understand they haven't played well. I understand it's been really bad the last couple of weeks. But, you know, this is kind of like, you know, when your teacher throws you a bone and says, well, look, you guys are all struggling in the classroom. You know what? I'm going to give you a retest on that quiz. You all bombed last week. Here you go. Here's something you all know, and you all should know it really, really well.
0: That's it. <laughs> Listen, you, it, this is an opportunity to, to you know, and we've they've been talking about this so much about cleaning it up and figuring out and cleaning it up. At some point, there's not that much you can, you can mess up. Just get out there, play fast, and hopefully this is a game that I hope the defense plays more aggressively because if you sit back and let Lamar Jackson do what he wants to do, you're gonna be in trouble. You're gonna be in trouble. You gotta, you gotta make the game a little more difficult for him.
1: No question at all. Um, you know, and like I said again, the biggest key to this all is getting physical and getting your hands on Lamar Jackson early because it gets him with his clock moving a little bit faster, and all of a sudden, kind of throws everything for the Ravens off phase. I am Jeff Lloyd at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. He is Garrett Bush at. 91 part of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Of course, also the barbershop set mornings, 92.3 the fam, pregame, post-game coverage, Browns, Buckeyes. You got some great coverage from Guardian Watch from the guys over at uh, Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. They have now shifted over to the Cavaliers. You will get all that as well. Wherever you get your podcast, make sure you make Lockdown Browns your first listen. Make sure you subscribe to the pod. Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube. Notifications on. And of course, check out the Roku app. Search On Cleveland Sports, and you will find all of your Locked On hosts over there, all the episodes, as well as the ultimate Cleveland sports show. All that being said, this has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go, Browns.